Welcome back to TCK Care, the podcast. This is your host, Stephen Black. And to start the show off today, I want to just take a moment to talk about adjustment. Now, what do you mean by adjustment? Adjustment is when life changes and you have to adjust, very simply. This can be the change of a job, the change of a career, the change of a relationship, the change of a geographical location. And as you can imagine, TCKs go through a lot of adjustment throughout their lives. One of the biggest adjustments for a TCK, in my personal opinion, is the adjustment that happens when um, at 17, 18, 19 years old, the TCK leaves his family um, who is working overseas, goes back to living in North America, and begins college and possibly starts a part-time job or something like that along the way. Um, why is this such a big a big adjustment? Because there's so many different adjustments that actually happen at the same time. Not only is there the geographical adjustment of moving from one place to the other, which means there's a, also a cultural adjustment that goes along with that, but there's also the adjustment of going from high school to college, which has so many unknown variables in and of itself. And then there's the adjustment of living with your family to living you know, in a dorm situation or living on your own or whatever the case may be. And oftentimes, TCKs find that um, they need to work at least a part-time job when they begin uh, school. And if they if that happens uh, right away, then there's the adjustment of going from not working to working or from having one job to having another job um, if they were working already. So there's just there's just a lot of adjustment that happens all at once. And each adjustment in and of itself causes stress, as you can imagine. And so for all of these adjustments to hit at the same time, that just compounds the stress. It makes things so much bigger. Okay, I don't want to be pessimistic. It can make things bigger and badder than they necessarily need to be. One possible workaround I see is to stagger these adjustments out and just take them one at a time if possible. And today we're going to be hearing from a friend of mine, Nat, who has done exactly that. And it sounds to me like it worked out really well for Nat. So I'm going to bring Nat on the show and we're going to talk about his adjustment um, from living overseas to living in North America and beginning college and all that and what that looked like for him. Welcome back to the podcast. And joining us today is Nat. Nat, welcome. Thanks for joining us, man. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Nat, can you um, just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from? Um, and because this is a podcast for TCKs and the TCK, TCK community, you can tell us your whole backstory from when you were born if you want to. You can take that question <laughs> absolutely any way you want to. All right. Well, I was born in Japan, but I was only there for three weeks because my, my parents uh, were just teaching English there. No I really lived most of my life. Yeah. Most of my life in Ecuador, Poland, and Spain before going to college in the United States. So, Japan, Ecuador. A short, short one. Sure. So I'm here in Japan, Ecuador, Poland, and Spain. Did I miss anything? Nope. That's all of them. That is quite a wrap, my friend. Yeah. Made it around. Hit a couple continents. <laughs> I'll say. But, uh. Oh, you know, one of the great. most in, one of the most interesting things about talking with TCKs is just hearing the variety of experiences. You know, we get TCKs who grow up um, TCKs who grow up in super remote um, mm -hmm. villages out in the middle of nowhere in South America. We get TCKs who have um, never lived in 
in one place for more than two years at a time. We get TCKs like yourself who have um, spent significant amount of time in multiple places. There's just such a wide, um, a wide array of experiences across the board. It's really interesting to listen to. I'm um, just listening to all these different stories and get the, get the chance to kind of hear about hear about your lives. You know, so that's you've got a really cool story. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, thank you. Yeah, and. For everyone who's listening, um, I consider Nat to be one of the most uh, most accomplished TCKs that I've met so far, um, mostly because he's flown Aww. an airplane, and I don't know anybody as young as Nat who's flown <laughs> an airplane. Hey, well, being a TCK, you meet a lot of people. Sure, so, yeah. It's all about connections. <laughs> there you go. So, um, so Nat, no. when... TCKs graduate from high school, what they're supposed to do is graduate from high school, uh, move back to North America, and um, start college as soon as they get here. Um, that's kind of like, that. I'm just being sarcastic, but that's, that's what you're supposed to do. But uh, you didn't know about that, did you? You did something else. I did do something else. Actually, to say that I didn't know would be a little unfair. <laughs> I walked, I planned to leave immediately after I finished high school. Oh, but, really? uh, I think I did, you know, it, you turn 18, you're supposed to leave. Like that's every book, every movie goes that direction. Not to mention all your friends who already have cars and, you know, going to school in America. Right. So that was the intention. Mm -hmm. But my parents, well, and myself, but the goal was to let me leave when I was ready. And just mm. as I was finishing up high school, um, I wasn't really sure where I wanted to go. Well, I knew what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go, but I wasn't quite ready to take on life. Okay, um, yeah. In the way that I sort of had a narrow view of what I had to do, and I didn't, mm. I didn't love that narrow idea. Mm. It didn't thrill me. Interesting. And so I took a gap year, actually. Okay. And it was hugely beneficial, and I loved it. No kidding. So if you don't mind my asking, what was that narrow vision of what you thought you had to do? I, I had a, just an idea that, you know, you turn 18, you go to school, I'm going to study for four or five years, mm -hmm. and it's going to be kind of boring as I study and then work and life goes on and it's like kind of dismal. Be like mm. school, work, mm -hmm. more school, more work, mm -hmm. die. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like what have I done with my life? Yeah, sure. Um, and that was just really the state I was sitting in as I graduated high school. And it wouldn't have been healthy to move on because I, I didn't have that, I don't know, the luster for life at that point. Mm. Mm -hmm. And um, so tell me a little bit about what you ended up doing instead. You said you took a year between high school and college. Mm -hmm. And where did you spend I took that? About three quarters of that I spent in Spain, which is the country I was living in at the time. Okay. Um, and it was nice because I didn't have to move right after. Um, mm -hmm. And then, so that gave me some, a good time to say goodbye. And then that last quarter, I, I moved to the States early. Okay. which prevented me from moving to a new country and starting school at the same time. So it gave a little bit mm. of a buffer time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. 
That's a great idea. I like that. I like、um, the idea of spending a little extra time, just taking that time to say goodbye and really wrap things up well、um, in the place that you're living. And then also, what、mm-hmm. a great idea to take a little bit of time to get adjusted to living、um, to li- living in North America、uh, before having to deal with the transition of、um, facing a new academic challenge. Kind of take one challenge at a time, so to speak. Yeah. No, I think、yeah. it was hugely beneficial because. Because it's a lot to take on, you know, moving countries. I mean, even having moved so many times, like it's、mm. still just rough. Because every time you move, it's something new, it's、mm-hmm. a whole new set. You got to get adjusted, and just preventing that. You know, kids as it is have a hard enough time moving to college. You know, when they move out of their own home, but when、right. you add on a country, yeah, it、like, gets a lot of stress. Yeah, seriously. So, am I correct in hearing you say that even though you did? Spend a lot of your life moving around. That you still find that、um, find that to be difficult、uh, f- in some way. Yeah, totally. I mean, I probably have a lot easier of a time than someone who's never moved. Sure, right? Because I already know a lot of what I'm going to expect.、Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily make it easy.、Mm-hmm. There's a lot of challenges. There's a lot of people I have to leave behind.、Mm-hmm. All new culture to learn.、Mm-hmm. So, what are some of the hardest parts of moving countries? When you, even if you're moving to quote, you know, back home or where your rest of your family, extended family live, you don't,、uh, you don't necessarily have that same set of friend group, you know.、Mm-hmm. And so you have to start not really from ground zero because you know people,、mm-hmm. but nearly ground zero. You don't have the community of people you normally have when you, you know, go through four years of high school with someone. You don't have that that friend group.、And、so you have to start that. Sort of from scratch, and it's nice in college because it offers a clean slate. But either way, you still have to work on making new sets of friendships, meeting people, finding finding where the grocery store is.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Just kind of like getting a lay of the land can be its own、uh, its own challenge. Yeah, yeah.、Hmm. And on top of that,、um, just like culturally, you know, like even if. Friends or no friends, like you still have a whole new culture to adapt to, whole new set of, you know, do you walk on a red light across the street? Because some countries do, and it's okay, but、mm. you don't do that in the states, right? Yeah, and I guess we don't think about it, but so much of, so much of life is this unspoken set of rules that we have to abide by, and every time you move to a new country, it's a new set of rules. And people don't necessarily、um, explain all those rules to you. You kind of have to figure out. And、figure them out as you go along,、um, sometimes by observation, sometimes by trial and error.、Um, and if you're lucky, you can find a good teacher, someone who's aware of what those rules are, and who's aware of the fact that、um, you need to learn those rules and can kind of help you navigate some of them.、Um, but nobody's going to give you a comprehensive education on culture in any place that you move to, really.、Mm-hmm. No, that's exactly right. If if all the rules are written down, it'd be easy, right? Um, so, Nat, I know that、um, you had been living in Spain. You graduated from high school, and、um, you're saying that you kind of didn't like how your prospects were looking for just jumping right into college and、um, just pushing through、um, with your、um, education and then career.、Um, so you took a little bit of time to、um, to wrap things up in Spain before moving back to North America. And then you moved back to North America and had about、uh, a quarter of a year to sort of adjust to life in America before starting college. Is that right? Yeah, 
that's exactly how I did it. Okay. And um, after you moved back to America, um, at what point did you go through a transition seminar? After I was there for a month or so. So it was relatively soon. Okay. But but I'd gone through a little bit of America before, so Mm, sure, it's kind of a nice buffer. Yeah, right. Um, Did you find the transition seminar to be helpful for making that transition back to America? It was actually. Because, well, it was targeted exactly at us. And some of this information, like, I just never run across before. And so having a seminar like that, that was targeted towards what I didn't know was useful. And having had that month ahead of time where I was in the States, Mm -hmm. everything sort of clicked and fit into perspective then. Hmm. Um, what were some of the lessons that you learned from the transition seminar? What was some of the information that you picked up on that you felt was particularly helpful? I think the biggest thing that was useful to me, um, they talked about how monocultural um, and multicultural people relate or build relationships. Okay. Yeah. And it was something that I'd never really figured out or say, per se defined hmm. that ended up being incredibly useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the basic idea was that uh, when, when you know you have a short amount of time and a lot of people to meet and friends to make quickly, uh, we end up uh, sharing a lot of stories and um, rapidly just dumping a lot of information, which seems normal to me as that's what I've always done and what's always worked for all the rest of my multicultural friends. Right, right. But that's not how how someone who's lived in the same town uh, goes about building a friendship. That's a lot more about having shared experiences and just being together mm-hmm. as opposed to sharing deeply really quickly. Yeah, sure. And that's something I didn't know. Hmm. And it made so much more sense having had that month prior to the seminar, uh, learning this information and realizing, oh, all these people who just wanted to hang out. And I was, and I was a little confused. I was like, let's, let's talk. Let's, you know, have a, have a deep conversation. But by hanging out, they wanted to be friends. They wanted to build that relationship farther. Right. That's, that's the way they go about it. And knowing that right, yeah. made all the difference. Mm. Yeah, sometimes it can be just so helpful to feel information before defining it, right? I think sometimes when we're presented with um, terminology and language for an experience that isn't ours, um, it's so hard to really um, make that a part of your a part of your paradigm. Um, but when you feel information and then put language to it, it's like, oh, I I actually get that. I already know that. I've already experienced it. And now that you're giving me language for that, like I can actually implement that. I can um, compare that to my own experience, my own stories. Um, and that really makes a lot more sense. No, you're totally right. So now I know one of the things that um, we work uh, we work at in transition seminars, one of the big things we work at in transition seminars is processing grief and loss. Um and I feel like you had, uh, just from our conversations previously, I feel like you had a little bit of a different experience um, than the majority of people um, at the transition seminar. Would you say that's true? Yeah, totally. So, I A lot of the people around me were 
deeply feeling their transition.、Mm-hmm. And that's something I never really hit.、Um, when you say that didn't really hit,、um, do you feel like it didn't hit at that time and that you had already worked through it? Or do you feel like it still hasn't hit and you're still kind of、um, grappling with your own transition? Um, I was thinking about this yesterday. And what I think happened with that gap year, I knew I was leaving and I had a lot of time to process my departure. So I'd gone through a lot of saying goodbye over you know, a whole year's period. And so I never hit, there was no critical point where I, I moved and that was it. And I had to process everything in one space of a moment. Because I. Because I took such a spread out time to switch countries, I could slowly say goodbye and hello to another culture. You said you were able to say goodbye to a culture. So, what did,、um, what did saying goodbye look like when you were in Spain?、Um, did you have a lot of friends and experiences that you had to say goodbye to and let go of when you were there? Not as many as you would think, because at that point, all of my peers would have been moving away as well. We were all in a point of transition, you know?、Mm. We we're all hitting 18,、mm-hmm. 18, 19, and moving away. Yeah. And so I didn't have so many people to say goodbye to, as much as just, I just had to find and admit that I was changing my life and、mm. everything was going to be different.、Mm. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you were、um, in transition all at the same time, and perhaps you did、um, have to say goodbye to them. Uh, to your friends who are in Spain, but、um, perhaps it was maybe a little bit easier in that you were all saying goodbye at the same time. And it wasn't you leaving your friend group, it was、um, your, whole, your whole social network changing at the same time. You're kind of、um, experiencing and processing this together. Right. No, I think that's exactly what happened.、Mm. What, what I ended up doing is me and a good friend. Sort of together as a last, you know, last party, we went up and did a hiking trip,、uh, a pilgrimage. Okay. Through the north of Spain. Yeah. And it was, it was our, our sort of goodbye to each other, our goodbye to Spain,、hmm. sort of our one collective moment to you know, have, have a, a fun experience, but、yeah. B, just be in our culture. In our country to its fullest, intentionally, in a way that wrapped up our experience. Wow. So that we could say goodbye. Yeah. That kind of gives me goosebumps listening to it. Like, I can just <laughs> imagine like two friends setting out on this epic journey、um, with the, like you said, just the in,、um, being super intentional about、um, just experiencing life. Um, in that moment to its fullest before moving on, having like one last hurrah before, you know. Before saying goodbye, that、mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's, that's awesome. What a great idea. Yeah. And obviously, we didn't necessarily set out expressly to say goodbye.、Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't have worded it like that when I left.、Mm. But that's, that's really what it was and how we used it. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Maybe even if you're not.、Um, Maybe even if you weren't like fully aware of what you're doing at the time or、um, the significance of it, it sounds like you really used it、um, in a way that you're able to sort of process your transition and say goodbye and have one last、uh, moment in Spain、um, before moving on. So that's really cool. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. I know that you can process transition and um, even loss and grief after the fact. And some people almost prefer that. I feel like there's different styles of processing. Um, some people um, have to process beforehand. Some people really process during it, the, the transition and kind of experience thing as they go. And then some people sort of... Um, sort of almost detach from the experience and almost numb themselves so they can get through it and then have to wait until afterwards to process everything. Otherwise, it would almost be too overwhelming um, to process it. And so they have to wait until afterwards. Um, so I know that there's different ways of doing it. And it's not that one way is better over the other, but I think it's just really good to have a moment like that um, where you really trans- transition um, in yourself, in your soul, um, and I think it's cool that, you know, you had that experience um, before you left. Sometimes people sometimes people experience regret when they don't do that and have that moment of really being present in the moment um, before they leave. Then they get, get to the other side of the ocean and they're like, wait, oh man, I wish I had done one thing. I wish I had said goodbye to that person. I wish I'd, I wish I'd done this and that and the other thing. And it's just too late by that point. So it's really great that you had... Um, you had the presence of mind to do that beforehand and were able to work on your transition even before you moved. Yeah, definitely. Well, and, and I don't want to sound like I wrapped everything up. Sure. Because there there are still people and things that I wish I had done, but because I had a last hurrah, I'm content to leave things as they are. Mm. Of course, I wish I'd spent more time. There's yeah. people I wish I'd hung out with more. Yeah. There's places I've still never gone that were in my backyard, but I've had enough. Sure. That's good. And so how do you feel now that you are on this side of things and um, you've took time to process your transition for that year after graduating from high school? Um, you took a little time in the States. You went through a transition seminar. Now you've been in college for, what, about a year now? Uh, this is my second year. Okay, your second so- year. Marks a year and a half, I guess. Yeah, sure. So having come this far in your transition, um, is there any advice that you would give to uh, to other TCKs who are uh, perhaps in college, uh, sorry, in high school about to transition and make that change? Or perhaps um, to families that are raising TCKs and thinking about uh, making transitions down the road with their children? I really would not jump into the rest of life unless you're ready. That's not Mm. to say that you should take a gap year and just party or not do anything or just play. But, but if you can't, if you're not really ready to hit the rest of life, Mm. then jumping right in isn't going to help. Good word. So how do you know that you're ready? (laughs) I'd, after a full year, I had just, uh, my prospects of what I could do opened up. Over that year, uh, I did two internships. And what I think they accomplished was showing me a wide variety of industries, um, things that professionally I could do, skills about myself that I learned that I liked doing. Hmm. It just helped open up and sort of see the world in a new perspective for me. And and by the end of that year, uh, you know, I didn't necessarily want to just go study more, but I was content to move in that direction knowing that it was the next step 
in, you know, at least my foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really cool. You know, I've heard that some universities encourage and even try to help facilitate、uh, a gap year or something like that,、uh, just because people are coming to realize that, like you say, having that experience under your belt and、um, just getting to try some different things and do some different things really gives you just a broader perspective on life and、uh, better self awareness. Um, and I think universities, I think I read a study somewhere, don't quote me on this, but I think I read a study somewhere that said that、um, people are more, more focused,、um, they change degrees less,、um, and they stick with college、uh, better, essentially, having had some experiences like that, to, you know, taking some time to do some internships, get some work experience,、um, perhaps get some new experiences that they wouldn't have time to do if they were、um, stuck in college. If they were stuck in classes all the time. So it's great to hear that you're intentional about getting some internships and trying out some new skills and learning about yourself in that gap year. So that's, that's good. Sounds like really good advice, Nat. And can I just circle back to、um, the one question that probably everybody is thinking at this point in the show How did you get to fly an airplane? <laughs> well, that was during my gap year. Okay, there,、uh, there you I, go. You, I've, I, you, you sold me that. <laughs> I, I was doing an internship down in Indiana, and, and basically, I was at a friend of mine's friend's hangar. Okay. Checking out their airplane, which was grounded. Okay. And checking out their simulator. When an airplane was being pulled out of the hangar next door, Just to do some routine flying, just to log hours. And,、yeah. you know, as all the pilots know each other, they're like, hey, do you want a ride? And I was like, sure, how not? I can skip dinner. <laughs> Hopped in and, and we started taking off. And he was like, hey, I watched you on the simulator.、Uh, you want to you take over? I'll give you some headings and、uh, we'll just chart our course. And that's how it happened. Oh, my goodness. That's so cool. So, what, was it freaky at all? Did you think that,、uh, did you, think that you were going to like, was there any point where you thought,、uh, I don't know what I'm doing here, that kind of thing? Or do you feel like you had everything under control? No, it was crazy intuitive. It was super easy. So,、really? done, I've done a little bit of simulator work before. So, I knew roughly how to fly a plane. But feeling all the, you know, all the different forces in the plane as I flew it made it really intuitive. I was, what I was most surprised about was how easy. Easy it was to keep level, to bank the turns, to feel how much rudder you had to put into your bank. It was, it was easy and so much fun. Oh my gosh, that sounds really fun. Wow, what a cool experience. All right, well, thank you so much for taking the time just to share, with,、uh, share your story with us, Nat. It sounds like an amazing story. It sounds like you've had some really unique adventures and、um, have had, made some really.、Uh, Really unique memories. So, just thanks again for coming on the show and、uh, just sharing that with us and、um, giving a word to、uh, other TCKs out there and TCK families. Well, thank you for having me on. It was delightful. Okay, awesome. This has been such a valuable conversation between me and Nat, just talking about the adjustment、uh, between、uh, the high school years and college career and how Nat just made that a little bit easier on himself by taking more time to. Uh, just to process the adjustments sort of one at a time. You know, finishing high school, saying goodbye to friends and family,、uh, moving to North America, getting a job, starting,、uh, starting college, all that. 
I think what Nat did was was brilliant. I think that's that's the way to go. And I know this is not for everyone. Um, I know there's no one size fits all, but uh, but if you are a TCK who's uh, about to go through this adjustment uh, process, or if you have a TCK who's about to experience this, then I would encourage you to think about um, what it might mean to take the time to process your adjustments uh, one at a time and to really take the time that you need uh, for yourself uh, to do things well. As always, I would encourage you to subscribe to the show, iTunes, Google Play, or right here on tckcare.com. Also, I would love to get some feedback. If you have something to add to the conversation or if you have uh, something that you'd like to hear about in a future episode, drop off a comment on, on this episode on tckcare.com. Um, I will definitely read that and would love to hear from you. All right, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you again next week.